Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mack, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. It's here in the House Call community where we have created an inviting space for you to hear individuals' health stories, gain healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. It is our mission that with the knowledge you gain, you will be able to connect your own health dots, see a complete picture of yourself, and begin to experience whole person care. So let's sit down. Let's get started. Let's have some conversations. Let's connect these dots. Let's get some straight talk. Welcome back to House Call with Dr. Mac. This is an exciting episode. <laughs> this is our hundredth episode, honey. Yes, Can you believe is. it? Yes, yes, it is. Oh no, my I, goodness. That's your question. No, I cannot. Have mercy. One hundred episodes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Quite a bit. Quite a bit of conversation, guests. Wow, I remember about two years ago when I was asked to go back to my alma mater. Mm. And I rattled off some stats about our show. Then we were on six continents. I don't remember what, yeah, that of the. And we had, by then we were releasing, I think, our 70-something episode. Wow. And it has just been an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some stats now. And over the last five episodes, one of our top cities, actually our top city within the last five episodes has been... Las Vegas, Nevada. Vegas? Vegas, baby. Why Vegas? (laughs) I have no idea. By the way, am I allowed to go back to Vegas yet? Yes. Yeah? Okay. (laughs) I got you on record now. (laughs) I'm going to hold you to it. Wow. And some of our top countries, Mm -hmm. Germany is in the top three. Um, let's see here, Philippines, Puerto Rico. I mean, we just have some amazing countries that are popping up that are becoming part of the house call community. And we want to say welcome, you guys. Mm-hmm. This has been an amazing, amazing journey for yes, us. Yes, I mean, so. something that started out as part of my therapy. Ain't that something? <laughs> That was a, hey, this is something you should probably do to help you get through this little rough patch in life Mm -hmm. has now blossomed. And it's one of those things where we talk about taking lemons and making lemonade or, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I took, you know, a bad situation and I made something good out of it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you feel like that is a cliche. Right, Right. Or people are trying to sound profound mm-hmm. or and I can see where it just starts off as something that's like hey let's just let's just do this right. mm-hmm. or like for me um going back in time thinking about it sitting with my therapist you know Eric and going through some layers of grief at the time mm-hmm. and dealing with a transition moment for me in my career and him saying you should probably do a radio show. Mm. And I will never forget that ride with us. And I said, you know, as I often used to do. Where were we, we were going to a business meeting? 
Ooh, I believe so. Okay. Yes, I believe so. And um, I said, you know what Eric and I talked about this week? Because I'm always coming back like, oh, my gosh. You know, one of those aha moments. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Eric said I should do a radio show. And I'll never forget, you were driving. Mm-hmm. And you're very good driver. I want to put that out there first. <laughs> very cautious. Mm-hmm. But I remember you actually taking your eyes off the road. <laughs> point, oh, right. And you looked at me and you said, I know exactly what you should do. It's like those TV shows where the driver looks over and you're yelling at the TV like, but could you look a bit? Look- yeah. I remember that. You were just like, I know exactly what you should do. You must have called me at the at the right time. Just you know, yeah. when I'm really into podcast. You were, like, oh you were, goodness, you were like, great, I yeah. know exactly what you need to do. You need to do a podcast. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, pod what? Uh, what? And you were just like, I am consuming podcast like so much right now, and mm-hmm. this is the new wave. This is what we can do, and we won't even have to basically take anything out of our pocket, and. It was one of those, okay, I trust you. Yeah, I had no idea where to start, but I was like, you know, they could do it. We could do it. And we're here, and we're (laughs) a hundred episodes later. Nice. Very nice. This is an amazing time. Mm -hmm. We are now on six of the seven continents. Mm -hmm. What are we missing? I have to see. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Sprung that on you. No problem. Let me see. Let's what are the seven continents? North America, South oh America. Oh my gosh, really? Did you do that to me? I'm doing it to myself. So I'm trying to. You said a seven, right? Mm-hmm. Africa, Europe. Uh, I'm on Australia. Is a continent, right? Mm-hmm. Australia. I'm on a mobile, so I can't see. Sorry. I can't. That's why you need an intern to have all the show yeah, prep ready for you. I, I cannot see. It's okay. It, it's I can't okay. see the I'm map because when you're on yeah. the computer, you can see the map. Right. On the mobile, they just list the top countries and the top cities. Okay. And I did it for the last five episodes. So let's go back to the last 10 episodes. Last 10 episodes, Australia is one. So we're on all the seven continents now. Oh, wow. I believe Australia was one of them that we hadn't gotten on okay. a couple years ago. Um, Korea, France, Saudi Arabia, and wow. Las Vegas is hanging up there even when we go back to the top last 10 episodes. Wow. <laughs> so we want to just say welcome to everybody. Mm-hmm. If you're just joining us and you've just found our podcast, what we do here is we have created an, a space where you can hear individuals' health stories. You can hear healthcare providers and other experts' perspectives. And we hope that as you have allowed us to come into your lives and make a house call with you, that you are able to connect your own health dots and see a complete picture of yourself and begin to experience what we call whole person care. Mm -hmm. Because one of my soapbox (laughs) topics is that in the world of medicine, where I was raised, I, I, I say that because going through medicine is like being raised as a child, you know, through the medical field. You, we become very good at dismembering the body mm-hmm. into our own medical specialties. Mm-hmm. So the cardiologist is really good with your heart and your vascular system. 
You know, the neurologist is really good with your brain. The neurosurgeon is really good with your brain. The GYN, OBGYN is really good with your reproductive organs and, you know, taking care of women that way. Urologist, men, you know, and they do women too um, with the urology system. That's the urinary system, the bladder system. And so we've done a really good job, and those are just to name a few, of literally dismembering the body. But there are very few of us that get the opportunity to put you back and let you be able to see yourself as a whole person and how you function as a whole person. Mm -hmm. And I say few of us get the opportunity because if you really sit down with most physicians, I would dare say almost all of them, and look at their personal statements, Mm. the ones that we write to get into medical school, Mm -hmm. everybody's going to save the world. Mm. You know, heal heal the broken, feed the hungry, that all of us were idealistic. We're gonna just, oh. and then we or, get in. Or that's what you wrote. Okay, I, I'll I'll <laughs> yield to that. I will yield to that. Yes. And we get in, and life hits us, and the reality of how the system really is. Mm-hmm. And then we go into our little world. We go into our box. It sounds like something I just experienced. Yeah, we mm. did talk about that. On the last episode, so mm-hmm. we got to go back. We got to go back to yeah. that. Um, if you hadn't heard about, so I was looking for a doctor. I just found a doctor. <laughs> um, go back and listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. But this, on our hundredth episode, we wanted to take a look at something that is one of those out of outside of the box topics. Mm, is it though? Well, you know, we'll see. see. Yeah. And, you know, it it always starts this way. On first glance, it would seem. It would seem. And it and it always starts this way of you sent me an article the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I might text you one or once or twice during the day. I love your text messages during the day. (laughs) So please don't stop text messaging me. I will. (laughs) And there was this article mm-hmm. about someone named Ninja. Yes. So that's why we were saying on this episode, Ninja, do you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Your children might. Right. So who is Ninja? Okay. So again, I, you know, scrolling and actually this time I actually picked up the physical magazine mm. and was reading this article. Now I've heard, I'd heard the name and oh, all I knew okay. is that he was a big Fortnite player. Okay. okay. And what's Fortnite? Oh. Fortnite is a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know exactly what category to put it in, okay. you know, but it's yeah. a uh, multiplayer, uh, large universe, yeah. you know, large playing area right. game. And uh, so there may be a whole bunch of different modes, but mm-hmm. the only one I know mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, you go, I think it's called Battle Arena okay. or something like that. And a hundred people mm-hmm. go in, mm-hmm. and you each try and eliminate each other yeah. through various "quote unquote" weapons, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you. So it's like a fighting game, right? Okay, and uh, the big thing about it is that it's uh, it's communal, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, you communicate with the other people. There's live people here and there with, and so I was reading the article, and it really hit home for me. Like, oh boy, okay. We had no idea. I had no idea. No, you're right. We had no idea. <laughs> no, idea had no idea about the scale right. of this. 
and the scale of not just this game, but the whole gaming, gaming today. Gaming in right in 2018. Exactly. Okay. We're, you know, as we talk about all the time by now, you should know what age group we fall in. Right, So Nintendo was big for us. Exactly. Then it went on, you know, but we were in that age. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. our parents probably felt the same way we do with our young son. You know, like, oh, how much time are these kids kids playing? Right, because I remember Mm -hmm. spending what seemed to be an enormous amount of time playing Super Mario Brothers Mm -hmm. or Donkey Kong or um, what is the, some of the other ones? I can't think, but those are the two big ones. And I wish I could go back and see how much time we truly yeah, did spend. Yeah, yeah, You know, because now we're at a place where, you know, our son is in middle school now. Mm-hmm. So I'm very village vigilant about mm-hmm, his grades and everything mm-hmm, else. I know mm-hmm. things really start to matter now. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. So... Any amount of time he's on these games, I'm You're like, like uh, it's <laughs> should it's you be reading right. something or just writing some cursives? Should you, you know, we have no time to waste here. You need to be studying, boy. So that's always have a book in your hand. Oh, what? So that's where I am, and so the article made me stop and and you know just take a look back, take a thirty thousand mm. foot view of the whole thing and be realistic about how times have changed. Technology Mm. has changed. And, uh, you know, like the phrase I said to you, that's now the playground. Yes. We would come home and you'd go outside and if not the the playground, but you know, you'd go play with your friends. And that's where you, you know, let's be frank. That's when you, you, uh, read your comic books as well. Mm -hmm. Um, we didn't have the internet back then, but, The places you know where you could get magazines that you weren't supposed to be looking at, that's yeah. when you learn that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now it's all the internet. Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. everything's online. Right. We want to know as much as possible right. who our children are interacting with or whatever, but you don't know. Yeah. And so it really made me think, okay, this is 2018, like we say. Yeah. Times have changed. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it. I don't want to be a Luddite and say, you know, forget all technology, everything else. I, I don't want to be that guy. So I, right. And it really made me look at this thing differently. So let's take, let's go back and mm-hmm. let's start dissecting this conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. You got a hold of an article that talked about a, a gamer. Correct. And I read I read some of the article. I, I have to say I didn't get through the whole thing, but mm-hmm. I got through the meat of it. And it's just like, wow, oh my goodness. And you made a comment that sparked said, This is why we really have to talk about it. Uh, when we were at dinner, when we had people over dinner, was that No, time? yeah, but we it was before they came and we were standing in the kitchen uh-huh. and you said, This is this generation's Michael Jordan. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh. and yeah. you're like Remember those kids that would go outside and practice and practice and practice and be outside all day long or hours and hours and hours because they were going to be the next Michael Jordan. Right. Well, we have kids now that are going to be the next ninja. Yeah, because they because watch the videos exactly. on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. So he is a gamer mm-hmm. that plays and live streams his playing time. Right? Six hours per day. Six hours per day. One thing that came out was that he became, he kind of rocketed, so to speak, to mm-hmm. stardom. I think it was back in, when I look, looked at the article, it was back in, hold on, I got it here. It was back in March 
when he did this celebrity, it was like he did this battle and he was with some celebrities. Yes. And that's was when, it Drake? Yes, was it was yeah, Drake. Yeah. It was uh-huh. the one with Drake. And uh-huh. that's when people were like, oh, my mm-hmm. goodness, it took off. So his subscribership went up. People were starting to watch him. Now, he had been practicing before then. Of course. You see, oh, yeah. so he'd been on his playground before then, right? <laughs> right. It, and we talk about this. It's not just overnight success. Right. It's when opportunity and preparation meet. and mm, That's luck. That's right, right. Yeah, oh, he luck. was, quote, yeah. unquote, lucky, right? Uh-huh. Well, now he is on several different platforms. Mm-hmm. He has um, multiple streams of income. Yep. And there are estimates that he can make up to $500,000 a month Mm. off of his multiple streams of income. Now, here is where we're going to start unpacking this. Mm -hmm. I listened to them describe his physical appearance. Mm. I I read how they described his physical appearance in the article. Okay. This is where the medicine in me comes out. (laughs) Okay. Not just the mommy, but the medicine. Right. It talked about how he looked a little thin, mm-hmm. pale, yep. stringy hair. He tends to dye his hair for shock value, I yeah, think. He looked like colors. he needs some vitamins and sun. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And he looks exhausted at the end of playing. Wow. Which some athletes can. I just realized we got to do that. After this, I got to take you to his Twitch channel so you can yeah, see. Yeah, so I can see him yeah, because I only see saw the whole a picture. Thing, and right. all the people commenting and everything, but that's okay. So yeah. I'm sitting here going, okay, so he's the new Michael Jordan, so to speak. Right, he's, you know, yeah, that's he's who, huge. Yeah. Right, he's huge. But now we have a generation that's staying inside mm-hmm. that is now not moving for hours on end and your body is made to move okay yes it is um you're he his they talked about how his wife and bless her heart i've just been reading you know just the little pieces from the article that i can gleam about her role he he got a special one she has a (laughs) my goodness he got a special she brings him french fries yep so we're not talking about and she held the reporters at bay when they came to interview him. Like, no, he's, right. she, he's working And they right said now. they said she is his first line defense mm-hmm. against security. You know, she's like his security. Yeah, he's very fortunate. But he also way. seems very nice, like genuinely a nice person. It's funny you think that, too, because my first encounters and watching the YouTube videos and stuff, I was like, boy, this... You know, he's a but real, it's the whole it's that community, right? But the way he interacts you know? with his fans, right, is right, the right, way right, I got right. that because they said he will take a picture with every single child True. that comes up to his booth when he's at these live events. Yeah, well, I know yeah. it's part of the marketing, but they said even when there's a child that seems a little shy that yes. doesn't want to even ask, he will initiate and lean over, make sure he's level with them mm-hmm. you know so i'm sure part of that marketing but i i think that's part of his thing too true and so i'm um, look it's, so there's this there's this conundrum <laughs> that i am in where i understand what you're talking about mm-hmm. but saying I'm, we need to modernize we need that's to modernize right. uh-huh. i understand that 
But we're we're in this age because NBC even did some reporting on how video games are now an addiction Mm. and how this is now going into the psychology community and the psychiatry community. And there are going to be some DSM-4 codes for this now Mm. because they said not all children become addicted, but about 3% of people that do engage in video gaming have an ability, have the propensity to become addicted, just like to alcohol and other drugs. And 3%, when you look at the numbers, that's a lot. Exactly. That's people. a lot of people. Because I don't know if the article specifically talked about it, but Japan, it's, re- it's really big, big in Japan. Right. It's really, really huge. So... So how do we how do we grapple with this now? So this is what why we're having this discussion mm-hmm. is because we're now saying this is something we have to grapple with mm-hmm. as parents, as adults in the community because now you have the next generation coming up, right. right? You have some studies out there that are saying that are, you know, tackling the screen time question Mm. and when do you start introducing screen time how long do you let them um, screen time you know we talk about how our children at screen time phones as well correct yes Yes. phones ipads computers Mm. video games how long do you allow them to sit there has been the question how long how long Mm. what are we doing oh my gosh and there are no consensus yet right there are varying studies. There are varying schools of thought. You'll have the um, you have the um, Academy of Pediatric Medicine weigh in on it. You'll have the psychologists weigh in on it. You will have the neurologists weigh in on it and talking about how our brains get rewired, how you are releasing dopamine artificially all the time. Mm. You know, we talk about how, you talk about fight or flight. Yes, you're yeah. talking and exactly, and they talk about how you're now overstimulating the sympathetic nervous system instead of the parasympathetic nervous system, Whoa. and that that keeps people on that edge, and that's creating a lot of these anxiety disorders, generalized anxiety, you know, anticipation because you've overstimulated the dopamine and that reward. And so now you're constantly like, <gasps> but let, let me ask you a question here mm-hmm. in sports in general, yeah. you get the same thing. Yes, you do. So are we concerned about this because of the inactivity plus the hormone release or That's a great question. Just the hormone release in and of itself or This is where I think we're starting to have these conversations because you have a great point. If my child mm-hmm. stays out of trouble in in this inner city mm-hmm. because now they're on the basketball team and they get their endorphins released right. because now they're the superstar and I can keep them off the street or whatever but they're physically active. You're okay. I'm all right with that. But if they're inside. But they're inside. Safe. <laughs> right. Now, this is the other part of that with uh-huh. the whole gaming and the screen time. A lot of people are concerned with the social skills. Yes. That they're not developing social skills. Good, interactive social skills. Because, I mean, let's, let's face it. Our son... Mm-hmm. On the interactive gaming system, mm-hmm. to me, sounds like a totally different little boy. He is. Then when he's, well. No, 
No, he is. He is. He is. I had to think about that because he, I mean, we're talking, Ron, what are you doing? And blah, blah, blah. But let me contrast that. Hold on. Let me contrast that. We got to be honest. See, this is why. This is what I'm saying. We got to be honest with ourselves. Our parents didn't hear us when we were playing. True. And if they could have, they probably would say this. Who's this? Who's this? That's like it's, that's when we learned you know a what? lot of exactly, you know. and you're right because I remember thinking back growing up, whenever we had to do a play for church, mm-hmm. and I will say it, Sister Lolita Hughes, <laughs> great writer. She used to write a lot of plays for us to do. She was also a teacher. She taught at my dad's school. Okay, and it would be so funny because she would get so mad at us mm. when we were practicing, and she'd be like, "Now I heard y'all out there on the playground. Y'all can speak louder than a whisper, and I've heard you. Mm-hmm. So I need to hear that same voice in this play. I need to hear you in the back of the church." Right. And you're right. Yeah. If our parents could hear us. When we were on the playground, and you're right, and as we got older and our mouths got a little loose and we learned a little extra vocabulary, <laughs> you know, it, they, who, who is we this We were child? completely different people. Yes. And so yes. it's, we just, for us, and when yeah. I say for us, for me, the way our, our home is situated, we can right, hear. Right, we can hear, yes. And I think we're very fortunate I, with right, that. Right, exactly. You know. And exactly. I love the way that the layout is because we can still right. actually be a part of. And the one thing that I really appreciate about our son is that he actually wants us to come and be a part. Which I still don't it sometimes is so like, funny. Well, I, He's yeah. like, Mommy, are you going to come and watch me play? Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? My son has invited me into oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Let me still be a part of. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Let, yeah, I'm going to sit. I'm going to watch this. I may not understand it. We can have a whole conversation about us coming to this conclusion to let him even subscribe to this particular game. But it's different. You're right. It's different. And so I think what we have to do when I say we, I'm talking about those of you that are listening and even in your individual homes, you're going to have to take the information that you are now receiving from various different outlets, be it your pediatrician, be it the school's. The teacher that interacts with your child on a daily basis, the school's counselor may even need to weigh in on this. Mm -hmm. Um, Just even you need to be a little nosy sometimes and just put your ear and listen and see, is your child starting to change and be affected? Is it now affecting their daily activities and their life? Mm -hmm. Because that is when an addiction, that is when something becomes a DSM-4 diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And I talk about DSM-4 because those are the codes that we use for diagnosis. Right. You know, and so people will say, well, when is a sadness, you know, more than sadness and it's depression? Well, when it becomes interact, in, when it becomes and it starts affecting your daily life, yes. when it starts interrupting your life. And so when I look back at that NBC's um, little, uh, they had a news story about game, video game addictions. Mm-hmm. This mother was talking about how her son started becoming withdrawn. Mm. So there are certain signs. They become withdrawn. Mm-hmm. They stop doing basic activities of daily living. Okay, so this is where we start having, you know, the little conversations about boys and girls and hygiene and, uh-huh. you know, getting as we get older. And you always have me laughing about how boys only get, you know, showered and smell good for girls. <laughs> or, if, if or, that you know, was not in the equation. Right, then, no, nah, you nah. know. But we talk about how... You know, boys are different than girls, mm-hmm. okay, in terms of as we get a little older. But if they really start withdrawing, 
like they'd stop eating. They stop mm. going to class. Um, they stop participating in even um, family activities. If they really become withdrawn mm-hmm. and they are spending enormous amount of times in the gaming world and that's the only place they want to be, right. then that tends to become interruptive of life. And that is where what you're starting to look for. Okay. In looking at different stories dealing with video and gaming addictions or you know screen time and we're talking specifically about gaming addictions because you brought up this gamer this article mm-hmm. it seemed like to me that when i looked at you know parents or even young adults that were looking at to break their addiction mm-hmm. one thing always came out one theme it was the outdoors mm. was almost the solution yeah and that was very interesting to me. There are several, there are two programs that I heard about um, through these various different um, news stories. And they, they take the team through different, and I'm not sure if they're, I don't think their organizations are related, but it seems like they, they take the person to the outdoors for an extended period of time. They shut down any media, all of that. And it's almost like a detox and a reset and a reset. Mm -hmm. And they use the outdoors to do it. So they don't even take them to a facility indoors. Ain't that something? It's the outdoors that seems to be what can reset you. Yeah. And then when they're brought back to their families, it's like then there's a slow reintroduction. Because we are 2018. You're going to use technology. You have to use it just to be able to live, survive, to interact, to be able mm-hmm. to do anything. Um, so that seemed to be a very interesting type of antidote. So I would propose today that, yes, your kids are going to game. They're going to you know, be involved. This is the way that they're growing up now. Mm-hmm. But introduce the outdoors. Mm-hmm. Have them to do that periodically you would probably be very, very surprised at how that will actually even balance out everything. Hmm. Um, I've noticed now there are times where our son will stop the games on his own mm-hmm. and he'll go outside to play basketball. Yeah. You know, it's almost like it calls him to come out. You know, it's like, yeah, not to too, but it. it's some, a lot of times after they've had arguments. I've ah, noticed, you know, because so I'll, so I'll be down, sitting in the editing yeah. and I'll hear them arguing and uh, I'm going outside, <laughs> which I'm like, hey, I'm not mad, but, right, right. you know, yeah, yeah, so that so, too. Wow. But you're right, you're right. And that's, I'm, I'm happy that he wants to do that. Yes. That he wants to go yeah. outside and right. play the basketball, yeah. Exactly. Without me having to yell. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So I this is this is one of those open ended conversations. There's one thing, though, that um, I don't know if you had it in your notes to discuss, Mm -hmm. but when when they talk about um, the children who have the TVs and the systems in their rooms. Yes, because I just you know, I want parents to be cognizant of that. Yes, you you may want it kind of out of sight, out of mind, Mm -hmm. but you really Mm -hmm. should get an idea. Yes, because that's in our old house. The basement was completely sealed. Yes. Yes, you he know, was, and it was very compartmentalized, yes. and we didn't fully have an idea of what was going on. You know, so fortunately here, this is more of an open mm-hmm. floor, floor plan, plan. Mm-hmm. so we can mm-hmm. hear, see, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, just yeah. If your children have their systems in their rooms or somewhere where you don't frequent, you know, just you might want to pay a little bit more attention yes. to that. And that was one of the tips that they gave on the um when they when I was looking at the N- NBC little um news snippet Mm -hmm. is that they were saying if the gaming system is in their room you may want to remove it and then put time limits Mm -hmm. say you know this is the schedule almost say this is the time for it and then once it's done you put that away and this room is for sleep and Mm -hmm. we even do that when I, i don't know if they call it sleep hygiene anymore but i remember and going through medical school and just dealing with people that had, you know, insomnia right. or problems sleeping or falling asleep, it was, um, you know, make sure that the bedroom was for sleep and sex. Mm-hmm. Don't have, you know, eating in there. You're not reading because some mm. people read to fall asleep. Some people, and they were saying no. In order to get your rhythms back, mm-hmm. that was part of the regiment was to do everything outside of the bedroom and only do those things in the bedroom designated so having the gaming system inside the bedroom could be one of those things that is almost lending to their brains being hooked on it Mm. you know maybe not an addiction but Mm -hmm. something that they you know kind of actually need in their lives and we've seen that we have seen when our son has a restriction Mm. and how it looks like he's literally going through withdrawal (laughs) and that no it really is yeah sometimes that really i'm like like, yo you know Yeah. yeah, yeah yeah so um like I said, this is one of those open-ended conversations. I don't really have any... It's one of those open-ended conversations that we really don't have a, you know, kind of, this is the consensus, Mm -hmm. this is what we found. It's just one of those things that we're saying, hey, this is something we're observing as a conversation to Mm -hmm. have. It's something to have in your household where you all can start talking about it. Talk Mm -hmm. about it with your children. We talk about that all the time with them. We say, dude, your brain (laughs) is literally, a you know, and and I say it loosely and I have to admit, I raise my hand. I say this term a lot. I I use it kind of loosely and I'll say, oh, your brain is addicted. Like, but then I back off and I'll say, you know what is happening? Your brain is releasing little bouts of dopamine. And he looks at me like, Like, what is she saying? She's off in her science rant again, you know, but I I tell him like there is a there is a neurotransmitter that makes you feel good is is that reward pathway. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're seeking. And I'm like, you can do that other ways. Like we talked about, go outside basketball, do other things. Um, So just having those conversations can arm your children with information so they know Mm -hmm. they can start recognizing and go, okay, maybe, yeah. As they get older, they can start saying, okay, maybe I need to self-regulate or... Certain, only a certain the, amount right, of time only, a day. Uh, Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like I said, you know, and I want to make sure, I, I've said this quite a few times, I don't want to be hypocritical. Right, You know, right. because when I was, I was a grown man, right? I was yeah. working, is when I was working in Florida, <laughs> okay? I worked evening shift. Mm-hmm. Right. My main job was evening shift yeah. and my part time job, I would either work sometimes nights or daytime. daytime. Mm-hmm. I did nothing else but work. And I'm talking, I played, there was a game. I love, I'm a PlayStation guy. There was a game on the PlayStation called Gran Turismo. Yes. I played Gran Turismo like in their different modes. Like you can control the car sitting in the car or you can control the car where you're looking behind the car. 
I played the game straight through in like two modes. Wow. Okay. So you know how much time I had to spend. Yeah. So I can't sit here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I, you know, and I think I'm a pretty reasonable, you know, I'm I'm okay. I'm pretty well balanced. So, you know, I don't, that's why I don't want to go overboard. Yes, yes. So for me, that's why I wanted to bring in the article because I wanted to say, look, things are changing now because I, when I played Gran Turismo again, I was just by myself (laughs) in my living room. This wasn't the days of when you're playing with a group. So that's all changed now. And, you know, so that, that, that's what I, I want to make sure that. That exactly. And you're right there. Everything has changed now um, to the point where, yeah, the playground is different. Yep. The playground is different and we have to remember that. And even for us, this is the last thing I'm going to say. No, go ahead. When we first moved to this area, it's about what now? Twelve years? Mm. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen years. Mm-hmm. So there were people our age. Mm-hmm. I remember. I forget what night it was. Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Who used to meet at the gym at the high school to play oh. ball? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now even those folks my age, we're meeting online to play, play the yes. games. Yeah. Now, yeah. fortunately, you can do it with people who live in other parts of the country, so mm-hmm. that's why you're doing it. But, mm-hmm. you know, so we're still having that social interaction yeah. online, yeah. even us as older folk. Yeah, you are. So That's it. Yeah. Well, I, I think the take-home or the tip of the day mm-hmm. is be mindful. Yes. Be watchful. Know what's going on in your household. Yes. Even if you are time you know crunched if your days are taken up and you are not um able to spend long amounts of time but just make sure you're checking in that you know what's going on because you don't want something to creep up under your nose and so um i think that that's really what what it's all about because none of us are immune None no. of us are immune, and so it's just—it's not going away anytime nah, that we can that see, we can see that we can see. So, guys, this was episode 100. <laughs> I am super, uber excited. We look to see you guys back here in the community. Remember, we're looking for people that want to have a sponsorship banner ad. Let us know. It's evergreen. It'll be out there. And so till next time, we'll see you back here in the community. Bye now.